Buenos días, Orchard Church. How are you this morning? Everything good? Yeah? Open your Bibles this morning in Matthew. Matthew chapter 28. And I'm very excited about the Spanish service right now. We're going to change the Spanish service from Saturdays to Sundays. From Saturday to Sundays, beginning November 6th at 12.30 p.m. in our ministry center. So I, I want to have like a very good attendance that first Sunday that we're going to have our Spanish ministry. So if you speak Spanish, please just go and show up that Sunday, November 6th. How many of you speak Spanish? Raise your, raise your hand, please. Okay, let me tell you something. We're going to have real tacos for lunch that Sunday, all right? So let me ask you again, how many of you speak Spanish? There you go, all right, cool. And listen, I know, I know that I am not as good as Pastor Doc. I know that, in English. But in Spanish, oh my, I'm better in Spanish. So I'm very excited about it. So uh, what a great opportunity to be speaking with you this morning. And I don't know you guys, but after almost two years living here in the States, I just feel like my English is flowing better. Nobody understands anything that I say, but my English flows and flows and flows and flows. And I can be speaking English all the time and nobody understands any word that I say. And you know what? I want your, that your Spanish flows too. And that's why every time that I speak, I like to teach you a new word in Spanish. All right? So, guys, are you ready for the new word in Spanish this morning? Okay. The new word in Spanish this morning is this one. So, how do you say that word in English? All right. And maybe you say something like, that is not a word. That is a name. And you are right. That is a name. And it's a name in Spanish, too. It's a name in Mexico, too. But we use this word to say yes. Because you know, yes in Spanish is... See, you, you, you know Spanish. <laughs> but we don't use, sometimes we don't use the word si, we, we use the word simon. Simon. So if somebody comes to me and tells me, hey, Marcial, do you want to go and eat some tacos? I will say, simon, let's do it. <laughs> and you, you have to say it like that, simon. Everybody said, come on, one, two, three. Simon, let's do it. So, guys, are you ready to hear a very good preaching this morning? Okay, again, again. Everybody has to do it, okay? And remember the, 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 the head, okay? Right? <laughs> guys, are you ready to hear a very good preaching this morning? Simon. Simon, okay. All right, so talking about Simon, we have a very fun game in Mexico. And we call it Simon Dice. And I think you have the same game here in the States. And you call it Simon Says. Right? How many of you know this game? Okay, let's give it a try. Are you ready? Everybody stands up. Wait, 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 wait. What are you doing, guys? I thought that you knew this game. You have to wait for the Simon Says. All right? Are you ready? Okay, Simon says, everybody stand up. Good job. Simon says, everybody sits down. Nice. 
Simon says, everybody put your hands up like this. Come on. Good job. Simon says, everybody give me your wallet. <laughs> what? What happened there? That's what I played in Mexico. And everybody participates there. Come on, guys. So everybody knows that game, right? And, and we have a similar game here in the church. As Christians, we play a game, but we call it Jesus Says. It's not Simon Says, it's Jesus Says. But in this game, for some reason, we think that we don't have to do what Jesus says. We just have to memorize it, right? We always say, well, I, I memorize two, three verses a week maybe, but I don't think I have to do it. And it's like my son Ashton. Almost every day I have to tell, I have to tell my son, okay, Ashton, listen, go clean your room, brush your teeth, and take a shower. That was very clear, right? And then after 15 minutes or 20 minutes, I go with Ashton and I ask him, Hey, Ashton, did you do what I told you to do? And Ashton will say something like, No, Daddy. But I memorized it. <laughs> Actually, he did this for you this morning. Let's check this out. Go clean your room, brush your teeth, take a shower. Wow. Ashton, I'm impressed. Thank you. Thank you very much for memorizing my words. But Ashton, did you do what I told you to do? And the answer will be no. I just memorized it. Actually, that, that word that you use for clean, I don't know if you know this, but in Hebrew and in the Greek, it has a different meaning. <laughs> wait, 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 Ashton. <laughs> That's okay. That's awesome. Thank you. But that was not the question. The question was, was, did you do it? And this is the deal. One day, one day we will be in front of God. And he will ask us the same question. He will ask me, Marcial, did you do what I told you to do? And I will say, no. I memorize it. I can tell you, Jesus, if you want. Look, look. go. Make the sign. No, no, no. Wait, 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 Marcial. Did you do it? I'm not asking if, if you memorize it. I am asking if you do it. That is the question. So let's see. Let's see what, what Jesus says here in Matthew. Matthew chapter 28. And let's read from verse 18 to 20. And he says... Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this, I am with you always even to the end of the age. And I love how Jesus starts this verse. Jesus starts saying, hey, I have all authority. I am the king. 
I am the Lord. I am the master. I am the boss right here. Therefore, go. You are my disciple. Go and make disciples. So the first thing that Jesus says this morning to us is this. Number one, I am sending you. I am sending you. Go and make disciples. But I think we need to know what does disciple mean? What is that word? Okay. Disciple comes from the Greek mathetes. Everybody says mathetes. Ah, now you, you know Greek too, right? Mathetes. And mathetes means a follower, a learner, a student. A follower of who? A follower of Jesus Christ. A student of what? A student of the Word of God. And you know what? I love my church. I love Orchard Church. Why? Because we have a very intentional discipleship process. Where someone sits down with you every week. Man with a man, woman with a woman, and help you to grow in your faith. Help you to understand a little bit more of the Bible. And we go through this uh, curriculum called Directions. And we learn together. And we build very good relationships together. And as Christians, we need to understand what exactly is our role here in this earth. I need to understand what is my role in this earth. Jesus, he did his part. Jesus loved us so much. Jesus came to this earth. Jesus died for us in the cross. And then Jesus rose again to give us eternal life. That was his part. That was his role. What is my part? My part is to make disciples of Jesus Christ. That is my part. And you know what? Sometimes we get confused. We think that we are mature Christians when we learn more stuff about the Bible. Or when we go deeper in our knowledge about the Bible. And there is nothing wrong with that. It's good that we have more knowledge of the Bible. It's good if we can go deeper in our knowledge about the Bible. But you know what? That is not a sign of spiritual maturity. How do we know when our children are mature? When they are able to reproduce. How do we know... That my church is mature. When we are able to reproduce in another church or in another churches. That's why we call our church Orchard Church. Orchard means too many trees. Not just one. How do we know when our church is mature? When we are able to reproduce in another churches. How do we know when we as a Christians are mature? When we are able to reproduce in another people. Check this out. The mark, the mark of a true disciple is spiritual reproduction. The mark of a true disciple is spiritual reproduction. And, and the Apostle Paul gives us a very good example. The Apostle Paul gives us a very good model about the spiritual reproduction. And here in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 2, Paul is talking with his disciple, with John Timothy, and he's telling, telling him this. You have heard me teach. You have heard me teach things that have been confirmed by many reliable witnesses. Now you what? Teach. You have heard me teach, but now I need that you start teaching. Now you teach these truths to other trustworthy people who will be able to what? To pass them to others. 
That is spiritual reproduction. That is the mark of a true disciple. Hey, I will teach you, but then I need that you start teaching others, and then they need to start teaching others. That is spiritual reproduction. That is the, the mark of true discipleship. Our vision here in Orchard Church, I think you know our vision. Our vision is, is to multiply disciple-making churches. In order to do that, we need to be a disciple-making church. That means that we need to be disciples who make disciples who make disciples. And maybe, maybe you are here this morning, and maybe you say something like, but I don't know a lot of the Bible. I don't have a lot of knowledge of the Bible. I, I don't know anything about Hebrew, about Greek. And you know what? This is the good news. You don't need to have a lot of knowledge of the Bible. If you take that little knowledge that you have about the Bible... And you spend time with someone else every week and you teach him. That's when you are doing the work of God. And I love this verse, Mark chapter 5, verse 18. He says, as Jesus was getting into the boat, the man who had been demon-possessed begged to go with him. He was healed by Jesus and he was begging him, Jesus, please let me go with you. Let me go and spend more time with you. But let's check this answer. But Jesus said, no. And what was his answer? Go. Go home and uh, go home to your family and tell them. Tell them everything the Lord has done for you and how merciful he has been. And I love this part. Because we, we, we have a lot of stuff to learn about this man. So the man started off to visit the 10 towns of that region. He didn't went to his home, just to his home. He went to 10 towns of that region and began to proclaim the great things Jesus has done for him. And, and then what he says? And everyone... And everyone was amazed. Let me ask you something. How much, how much knowledge do you think this guy had? Nothing. Five minutes before he was... <laughs> right? And then after this, Jesus told him, Hey, go. Go and start telling others all the stuff that i done for you. And we need to do that. We need to go and start telling others what Jesus has done for us. We need to go and spend, and spend time with someone else teaching them the word of God. Why? Because Jesus says, I am sending you. Let me tell you something. I love to preach the word of God. Especially in Spanish. <laughs> I don't understand very well English. So in Spanish I can talk and talk and talk and talk. But if... For some reason, one day, somebody told me, you know what, you cannot be a pastor anymore. We have better pastor or something like that. I don't care. I am good with that. I don't, I don't need to be the man here preaching. But the thing that I need to do always is to spend time 
with someone else. Because that is the word of God. That is the work of God. When you go and you take your knowledge and you spend time with someone else. When you go and you sit down with someone else and you start sharing all the stuff that God has done for you. That is the work of God. And maybe you say, okay, how? Where can I start making disciples? What is the process? Okay, let's see what Jesus says in Matthew chapter 28, verse 20. And Jesus says, um, Jesus says, therefore go and make disciples of all nations. All start sharing your faith with others. Sharing Jesus Christ with the people around you. And maybe you are like, but I don't know how to share my faith. I don't know which verses I can use to, to lead someone to Jesus Christ. I don't know anything about that. But you know what? You have something powerful. You have your own testimony. You have your own experience with Jesus Christ. And that's all you need. You need to go and you need to share your experience with Jesus Christ with others. And the other thing that you can do well is just invite people to the church. If you don't know how to share your faith, just invite people to the church. Just tell them, hey, you have, you have to come and see. You have to come and see what is happening in my church. You have to come and see what God is doing in my church. You have to come and hear this crazy Mexican pastor preaching. We don't, we don't learn anything about the Bible, but we learn a little bit of Spanish, right? <laughs> Just invite them. Invite them to the church. I love this verse here in, in, in John chapter 1. And it says, Philip went to look for Nathanael. I don't know how to say this. No, you, have, you have crazy names in English. Nathanael. Philip went to look for Nathanael and told him, We have found the very person Moses and the prophets wrote about. He was very excited about his experience, his experience with Jesus Christ. And he was telling him, Hey, you have to come. I have found the very person Moses wrote about. I have found Jesus Christ. I have found the Messiah. His name is Jesus, the son of Joseph from Nazareth. And then Nathaniel was saying, Nazareth? Exclaimed Nathaniel, can anything good come from Nazareth? And then I love Philip's answer. And he said, come and see. Come and see yourself. And you know what? That's all we need to do sometimes. We just need to tell people, hey, come. Come and see what is happening in my church. Come and see what God is doing in my church. And you know what? We have a lot of opportunities to invite people to the church. We have the harvest party, October 30th. And that's a very good opportunity. Next week, we're going to have thousands of invitations in the tables over there. We're going to have a lot of, 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 of cards to invite people to the harvest party. Just take some cards with you and start inviting people. We are almost in Christmas season. In Christmas, everybody wants to go to the church. Maybe they don't go to the church in the entire year, but Christmas, they want to go to the church. And we have a great opportunity. We want to have five services in Christmas Eve. Five services, and you can tell the people, hey, come to my church. Come to my service. It's awesome what God is doing in my church. Or just put an orchard sticker in your car. 
That is a very good advertising for the church. And don't worry, if you don't have an orchard sticker in your car, right now all the host team is putting orchard stickers in your cars <laughs> right now. So don't worry about it. You're going to have an orchard sticker in your car. So the first thing that we need to go is go and share our faith. What is the second thing that we need to do? Let's go back to Matthew chapter 28. And it says, okay, you go, you share Jesus, and then baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. You bring people to Jesus. They accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And now... The second step is baptize them. And I know, when I said baptize, I sound like Nacho Libre, right? You need, you need to get baptized, right? I'm a little concerned right now about your salvation and stuff. Right? You have to go and watch Nacho Libre. It's going to be awesome. So the first thing is you bring people to Jesus, and then you baptize them. And you tell them, okay, this is the dates for the next baptism. And we have the dates for the next baptism, October 30th. October 30th, we're going to have baptisms in our ministry center. And listen, if you are a follower of Jesus Christ and you have not taken this step, just do it. Just take your connection card and check the box that says, uh, baptize. I want to get baptized. And do it. That's the second step. The third step, let's go back to Matthew chapter 28. I need to bring them to Jesus. I need to baptize them. And then it says, teach. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And right here, my friends, is when we start the teaching part. Right here is when I take my disciple. Right here is when I take this new follower of Jesus Christ. And I sit with him or with her. One, one day a week, and I start sharing my life with him. And I start sharing this word, the word of God with him. And this is when I start doing the work of God. Here is when I start doing, making disciples. So Jesus says, Jesus is saying to you this morning, go, I am sending you. The second thing that Jesus is saying this morning is, I will be with you. I am sending you. I will be with you. Let's, say, let, let's see what it says in Matthew chapter 28, verse 20. And it says, um, teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this. I am, where? I am with you always, even to the end of the age. What did Jesus have to make this promise to his disciples? You know why? Because it's not easy. It's not easy to make disciples. Nobody says it was easy. Like the song, right? Nobody says it was easy. Oh, yeah, I can sing too. I can sing too. If I don't make it as a pastor... I can start my band. <laughs> Nobody says it was easy. It is hard to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. And it is hard to make disciples of Jesus Christ. Why? Because it takes effort. It takes time. It takes commitment. And it's not easy. It takes intentionality. Even Jesus. It took him three years to disciple these 12 guys. 
Because it's not easy. It's not easy to make disciples. And that's why Jesus said, go make disciples and be sure of this. Because it's not easy. It's not going to be easy. Be sure of this. I am with you always. I am here. I got you. Let me tell you a little bit of the history of the disciples. In Jesus' days, the kids around five, six years, years old, they had to go to the synagogue, to the local synagogue, and they had to spend time with the local rabbi. And they had to memorize all the Torah. The Torah are the first five books of the Bible, from Genesis to Deuteronomy. And they had to memorize every word. So by the end of this school, they were like 10 years old. And then the rabbi will keep the best students. And they will keep studying the Bible. And now they had to memorize not just the Torah. They had to memorize the rest of the Jewish Bible. From Genesis to Malachi. At the end of this process, the rabbi will choose the best students. He will say to them, you know what? You have what it takes to be my disciple. You have what it takes to be like me. You have what it takes to be a rabbi. And then he will say, follow me. But if they were not good, the rabbi had to tell them, you know what? Obviously, you love God. Obviously, you love God with all your heart. But you just don't have it. You just don't have what it takes to be a rabbi. You just, have, you just don't have what it takes to be my disciple. So it will be better if you go and keep doing your family trade. So Jesus came by the Sea of Galilee. And he saw Peter. He saw Andrew. He saw John and Jacob. And they were fishing. They were doing their family trade. They were rejected by a rabbi before. They were not the best of the best. And then Jesus comes by. And he told them these beautiful words that they wanted to hear with all their hearts. And we found these words in Matthew chapter 4, verse 19. Then he said to them, follow me. And then I love this part. I will what? Make you. I know that you don't have what it takes. I know that you, you are not the best of the best. I know that you are not good memorizing things. But don't worry. I will be with you. I will make you. And I love this. Because I don't have anything special. I don't have anything special. I don't have anything to say. But God gave me this promise too many years ago. And he told me, hey, Marcial, don't worry. I will make you. I will make you fisher of men. I will be with you. 
don't worry about anything. I will be with you. You can be like me, Jesus told his disciples. You can do everything that I can do. I will be with you. Two weeks ago, I was with my, one of my kids. His name is Braden. I, wa I, I was trying to teach him how to ride a bicycle without the training, training wheels. And I think you can see his face, right? <laughs> He's not enjoying it. <laughs> He's terrified. He's scared. But then I hold him. And I told him, hey, everything will be fine. I am here with you. I got you. Don't be scared. I will be with you. And you know what? Jesus is telling you today. Jesus is telling you this morning, go, make disciples. It's not going to be easy. But hey, be sure of this. I will be with you. It's not going to be in your own strength. It will be through my grace and it will be through my power. Why? Because I will be with you. Amen. So Jesus is saying this morning, Jesus is telling us, go, make disciples. I, I am sending you. The second thing that Jesus is saying this morning is, I will be with you. And the third thing that Jesus is telling us this morning, Jesus says, I will reward you. And the only way to receive a reward is when we finish our job, right? And we finish it well. How many of you were watching the Olympics this year? Rio 2016. I love the Olympics. And my favorite are the gymnastics, right? And these guys can do some awesome stuff. And at the end, just the one who did it almost perfect is the one who take the medal, the gold medal, right? Something like this. Let's, let's watch this. Still rings. He can contribute in other places, but those are the keys. Gymnastics 101, fly high, stick the landing, triple full. Bam! Three out of three sticks so far. A little eye candy for the ladies, right? <laughs> and I just lost all the ladies. Or maybe the ladies are like, oh yeah, send me God. I'm, I wanna go, I wanna go and make disciples right now, right? So these guys, they, they can do something awesome, right? When they do something like that, they, they, they deserve a reward. They deserve the gold medal. Why? Because they did their job. And they finished their job and they finished it well. But we, as a Christians, we do something like this. And I have not done this in years, so... I was a gymnastic guy in my early years, early years. <sighs> what? <laughs> wait, wait, wait for, hey, hey, I need silence, okay? <laughs> I need silence right here. <sighs> and I will play for Mexico, I'm not playing for the United States in case somebody <laughs> wants to take me to the next uh, Olympics. <laughs> <clears throat> 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 Let 
we do something like that as a Christians. And then we are expecting a reward from our Lord. We did part of the job. I did some stuff good. I started good, right? This was good. And then this was good, right? And we do part of the job as a Christians. And maybe we say something like, well, I am serving. I serve in children's ministry. I serve in the youth group. I serve with the hosting. And you know what? That is awesome. That is great. Thank you for serving. But there is a big difference between just serving and making disciples. When you make disciples, you are doing the work of God. If you are serving in this church, thank you. Thank you very much. We really appreciate that. We need you. We need you every week to make the Sunday happen. Thank you. But now, take it to the next level. Start sharing your time with someone else. Start, start sharing your faith with someone else. The word of God with someone else. Start making disciples. Because Jesus is telling us, hey, do what I tell you to do and I will reward you. Finish the work. Finish it well. Make disciples. I did it. You can do it. You can do it. Jesus says in John chapter, chapter 17. Let's see what, what Jesus says here. It's John chapter 17 verse 4. There is. It says, I brought glory to you. Here on, on earth. And Jesus is speaking with, with his father. Jesus is praying to God. And Jesus is telling, hey God, I brought you glory here on earth. By what? By completing the work you gave me to do. The only way to bring glory to God is completing the work. And what was the work of Jesus? Jesus said, I finished the work. I did it. And we are in John chapter 17 here. He didn't die in the cross yet. What is he talking about? What was his work? What did he finish? Are you ready for this? The work of the Lord is the work the Lord did when he was here working. Are you ready again? Maybe you want to write this in your notes. The work of the Lord is the work the Lord did when he was here working. And what did he do? The work of making disciples. The work of making disciples. And that is the work that we need to do. And we need to finish. And we need to do it well. Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 tells us this. He says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in what? In the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain. In the Lord. Why? Because when, we, when I do the work of the Lord, when I make disciples, he will reward me because I am doing the work of God. One day, 
One day I will be in front of him. And when I be there, I want to hear these wonderful words in Matthew. Let's see what it says. Well done, good and faithful servant. I want to hear those words. I want to hear my Lord tell me, good job. Good job. You did it good. I think most of you know my testimony when, when we were to a mission trip in Guatemala. I was with my wife and I was with two other men. And we were to this mission trip and we were kidnapped there in Guatemala. And these guys took us to the middle of nowhere and we were there laying down on the floor. We were tied and these guys were yelling us all the time. And they had guns, and they were telling us, we're going to kill you, we're going to kill you, we're going to kill you. And we were so scared. We were very sure that we were dying that night. And I was praying to God, and I was telling him, God, please, I know that I'm going to die tonight. And the only thing that I am asking you, God, is that you take care of my kids. Please, take care of my kids. I want that my kids know you. God, please. I know I'm dying tonight. Take care of my kids. But then, it was a moment when I realized, and I was thinking, oh God, in five minutes or ten minutes, I will be in front of you. And that's when I got really scared. When I realized I will be in front of my Lord. I will be in front of my King. God, I am not ready. I'm not ready, God. I want to keep working for you. I don't think I did very well. I think I can do more stuff for you. I think I can go and make more disciples. I think I can go and spend more time with these people, with these new believers. God, please, give me another chance. I know that maybe I'm not doing well. But please, God, give me another chance. I want to keep doing disciples. I want to keep doing the work of God. Please, God, give me another chance. And you know what? God gave me another chance. And right now, I am walking in that chance. And right now, the only thing, right now, the only thing that I want to do is go and keep doing the work of God. Keep doing the work of making disciples. And every day that I woke up, every day that I wake up, Every day that you wake up is, is God giving us another chance to make his work. Is God giving us another chance to make disciples. That is our job. That is our part. So you have two options this morning. Maybe you are a new believer. Maybe you, know, you don't know anything about the Bible. 
And maybe your decision this morning is, I want to be, I, I I, I be discipled by someone else. I want to start the process of discipleship. Or maybe you were discipled before. Maybe someone took the time to go with you through these curriculum directions and teach you the Word of God. And now is the time that you go and start making other disciples. What are you going to do this morning? Because Jesus says, I am sending you. I will be with you. And I will reward you. Let's pray. God, thank you for this time. Thank you for your word. Thank you because you trust in us to do the word of God. To do the work of making disciples. God, please help us. Help us to complete this work. We want to glorify you. We want to hear these wonderful words. Good job, my good and faithful servant. Maybe God spoke to you this morning. And you want to make a decision today. As I said, maybe, maybe your decision today is, I want to be disciple. I want to learn the word of God. I want to work, I want to grow in my faith. I want to start the process right now. Or maybe you were discipled before. Somebody took the time to disciple you. And now is the time that you share this with someone else. Now is the time that you start making disciples who, who make disciples. And I'm going to do something different this morning. I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand this morning. If you make a decision this morning, I'm not going to ask you to, to raise your hand. I'm going to ask you to go to your newsletter right now and take out the connection card. If you are making a decision today, just take out the connection card and just mark the box that says discipleship. Mark the box that says discipleship and maybe you can write a note right there that says, I wanna be discipled by someone else. Or maybe you wanna write a note that says, I am ready to disciple someone else. But make a decision today. Start doing the word of God today. And praise God, I can see some people doing it right now. Let me pray for you. God, thank you for these people. I want to pray that you, God, be with them. That you, God, give them the power and the strength to complete the work of making disciples. Maybe this is the first time that you are listening to the word of God. Maybe Jesus is telling you for the very first time this morning, follow me. And maybe... Maybe you want to respond today to Jesus Christ. If you want to become a follower of Jesus Christ, just pray there where you are. Just pray with your own words. And tell Jesus something like this. Jesus, I know I am a sinner. And I know that my sin separates me from you. But God, I believe with all my heart that you came to this earth, you died for my sins, 
and you rose again on the third day and on this morning I want you to come to my life and give me eternal life I accept you as my one and only Lord and Savior I want to follow you I want to be your disciple with eyes closed and heads bowed I would like to know if somebody prayed this prayer for the very first time I would like to know that if somebody said to Jesus, I want to I wanna follow you. So just raise your hand. I want to pray for you. Somebody pray this prayer for the very first time. Raise your hand. I just want to pray for you. Okay, I see your hand. I see your hand right there. I see your hand right there. Let me pray for you. God, thank you for these people who have just made a decision for your son, Jesus Christ. Help them to grow spiritually and help us as a church to guide them to disciple them and make them disciples who make disciples. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Amen. Amen. God bless you guys. Awesome. Let's go ahead and celebrate all the decisions made this morning. Praise God. Um, man, I tell you what, what a great message. Can we just give it up just real quick for our Spanish pastor? You guys appreciate Marcial? What an awesome man, awesome heart. Well, guys, um, um, on the note of decisions, if you made a decision this morning, uh, we just want to reiterate the fact, uh, just please take out uh, your connection card. Please note that you made a decision and put that in the offering bucket as it passes by. Uh, we want to be able to pray for you specifically by name, but also we want to be able to send you a free book in the mail. Uh, first time guests, if this is your first time um, here at Orchard Church, um, Church, are we excited about our first time guests? Can we put our hands together for them? We are so... We're so excited that you guys came and checked out Orchard Church here on this Sunday. Um, we just also asked the same thing, that you would just fill out one of these cards, put it in the offering bucket as it passes by. Um, first time guests, we, don't, we are not interested in your money today, but we are interested in getting to know you. So please fill that card out, put it in the offering bucket, and that way we can send you a thank you card in the mail along with a free gift as well. Um, we're going to continue worshiping now with our tithes and offering. And so um, here in this time, you guys, um, Pastor Doug says, it every single week. We want to be a church and we want to be people that act our wage. We want to give first, we want to save second, and then we want to learn to live on the rest. And so we're going to go ahead and uh, do that right now. So guys, um, just please stay seated right where you're at. Go ahead and check out what else you've got going, what else we got going on here at Orchard Church. Love you guys. Hi, I'm Laura. Here's what's happening at Orchard Church. It's October, and that means it's time to prepare for the Harvest Party, one of our biggest outreach events of the year. This year, it will be on Sunday, October 30th at 5 p.m. in the Prairie View High School parking lot. There will be games, jump houses, a horse-drawn carriage, and lots of candy. If you would like to donate candy, please bring it the next three Sundays and place it in the bins in the lobby. Be sure to invite your friends and family to join us for this fun-filled event. If you have recently received Christ or have not yet followed the Lord in Believer's Baptism and would like to do so, please sign up on the connection card today. You will be contacted to go over the details and answer any questions you may have. Our next baptism will be on Sunday, October 30th, following the third service at our ministry center. Also, if you have a child who would like to be baptized, we offer a kids' baptism class on the third Sunday of every month. You can sign them up for the next class at orchardchurch.tv.
We have all started something that we just didn't finish, like a project, a diet, or a resolution. Join us on Sunday, October 30th, as we explore the book of Haggai and find encouragement to act on what God is calling us to do in our new message series called The Time Is Now. If you recently began attending Orchard Church and want to know more about us, we would like to invite you to our Starting Point class. At Starting Point, you will find out what Orchard is all about, where we are headed, and how you can get connected. It's a great place to start. Our next class will be on Sunday, November 6th at 9.50 a.m. in room B118. Just sign up on your connection card today. This is the end of our service today. Thanks so much for worshiping with us. Have a great day and we'll see you next week. Thank you.